0: Hey, this is Brandon, and this is John from Free Indeed Radio, and I wanted to let you all know that we're back and we're ready to go, <laughs> and personally, I wanted to thank everyone who supported me going to E. Bible School and who contributed to me going. Thank you so much for investing in me and listening to God's call in your life to bless me, and is just amazing. It really affected me super deeply, and it was one of the greatest experiences of my life, and just one of the most influential years of my life. Uh, The Lord really moved in me in ways I couldn't even begin to tell you guys about without taking super a lot of time to talk about it, and I wanted to thank all my friends at Ecola Bible School. (laughs) Hi, guys, and thanks for listening, and thank you for being my friends and for loving me and just letting me be a part of your lives and letting me be a blessing to you and thank you Donovan for becoming my new roommate <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you all really affected me for the better and my life is better because of you and this is my shout out to you all
1: well I want to say Brandon it's been such a joy to see the changes in you and to have been a part of being able to see you go and follow God's will and just to trust the lord with with everything he's given you and more and I also would want to thank everybody for supporting free indeed and supporting me here uh, while you're away and never letting go everybody's staying so close and all those great friends that you made at Ecola that you introduced me to what beautiful people <laughs> what a what a class group of People mm-hmm. and uh I'm excited to be able to share in their lives. Thank you guys for taking in uh this old man and just loving on him and I look forward to you being part of our lives in the future because it's exciting so mm-hmm. thanks everybody out there for all this tremendous love and support mm-hmm.
0: so if you want to know the Lord more and are willing to take a year of your life and spend it in full dedication to him. E.C.O.L.A. is an amazing place to do it. You will grow and you will make lifelong friends and get a taste of heaven on earth. Mm. You will experience trials. You will experience growing pains, but it will all be so worth it. And afterwards, you will have something powerful to bring back to life with you and to those around you. Their website is www.e.cola.org. That's E-C-O-L-A dot um, so, thanks. And follow uh, us. And follow us. We have a Twitter now. We have a a
1: YouTube channel. Uh yeah, Free, Free Indeed T- Free Indeed TV. Yeah, we have that. Or you can find it under John Ford Free Indeed, something anything like that that mixes us together. It'll find it. Mhm.
0: And we're still on Podbean. We're still on We still have our website uh www.freeindeedco.com. Um Okay,
1: so... And Facebook, of course. (laughs) Of course, Facebook. (laughs) I don't know if we'll do Instagram, but... (laughs) Well, and we're always here in person, so call us or write to us as well. Mm -hmm. And again, thanks for everything. Yep, on with the show.
0: You're listening to Free Indeed Radio, the podcast from Free Indeed Ministries. Today
1: on Free Indeed Radio.
0: It's a a lot easier to step into something that God brings about in His timing rather than force something to happen and then wait for God to clean it up.
1: Yeah. And
0: now, here are your hosts, Brandon and John. Hello, welcome back to Free Indeed Radio. I'm Brandon. And I'm John.
1: And it has been a long time since we've done this. <laughs> it sure has, Brandon. I've missed you. Uh, I've and missed I've missed, missed our audience. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's Sorry, guys. It's... man, I almost said it's okay, but I'm the problem here. So.
1: <laughs> well, let's tell why it's been a while. Uh, tell them what you've been doing.
0: Yeah, as as a lot of you would know, I've been over in Cannon Beach, Oregon, going to Bible college. And... I can sum up pretty much everything that I learned in this.
1: Why did the koala not get the job? Oh, okay, I'll be the the voice. Why? Cuz he didn't have the necessary qualifications. Oh man. And there's you know, let's be thankful that's not tax money that that's your cash spent. <laughs> oh man. Did you send that to your mom and thank her for the money for college?
0: I'm genuinely laughing at my own joke. <laughs> yes. Oh man, no, Bible college was great. Um, undoubtedly, one of the hardest things that I've done. Um, just with being away and, uh, gosh, this spiritual warfare when you dedicate a, li- a year of your life to Christ is just unreal. Right. It's unreal. Like I was on the phone with John. All the time, just like going crazy. He's, he's like, oh, I know there's stuff going on here too. And it was it was just a wild year. It's been a wild seven and a half months. Um, but it's all it's all really really been good. Yeah. And uh, a lot of <clears throat> really neat stuff has has happened lately, and it, it's just been insanely busy. And that's why we haven't been able to do very many episodes. Um, but we're I'm back in Redmond, and we are going full steam full force and getting back in the swing of things and and just getting ready to have- right, we're
1: we're launching all kinds of things you know the the office is busy and um, now it's it's humming the way it should you know and it has been a long time with you away and Uh, God's been doing a lot, a lot of things happening for each of us individually Mm -hmm. and collectively. And I think that there's a lot to, to share so that people can understand too, how they can work with somebody and maybe even how just in regular life, you, you get to know somebody and you like them and you want to do life with that person, you know, and Mm -hmm. how this all leads and, and it kind of leads us into God's will and what's, what he's been saying to each of us individually and then how to bring that all back together. So yeah, there's a lot to talk about. I think mm-hmm. it'll be fun. And it's just great to to be back in the same room mm-hmm. again. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Finally. Yay.
0: And both of us are kind of getting over being a little sick. So if we sound a little squeaky, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But so I, gu- I guess it, it might get not not really heavy, but... Just like this is real, like this is real stuff that we were dealing with over this, the course of this, uh, these last seven and a half months. Yeah. And, um, and it's just leading right into where God is leading us. Um, <clears throat> so I guess one way to to start is to talk about where I was when I left and, um, kind of what I was expecting to come back to as far as, you know, freedom, free indeed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, exactly where I was hoping stuff would go.
1: Sure. Um, you're talking about spiritually or physically or maybe a combination of all that. Yeah. Spiritually, physically, emotionally.
0: Yeah. Like, like when, when I left, for for cannabis, and this is going to tie into God's will and and um, cooperating with people and being pliable and stuff like that. But when I left, there was this whole idea and vision and stuff that that we were working towards, <clears throat> and that was getting into churches, and that was um, podcasting regularly, and getting to know and being intensive and discipling uh our the immediate people who were around us. Right. And <clears throat> I still had that that sense and desire and and all that when I left. And essentially what kinda had to happen is I had to disconnect from everything that was going on back home. And I was I because I was having trouble balancing my head being in Redmond and being at Bible College because it was a very very high intensity program with uh two new topics and two new teachers each week like not adding on top of each other but replacing the previous two mm-hmm. and so we did what is it was there 24 weeks so 48, that's 48. classes that's a lot 48 classes yeah um with like 9 hours of lecture each teacher per week um so that was that's well, a lot of lecturing. It's a lot of lecturing. It's a lot of information to take in. I mean, imagine sitting there with a fire hose and you're sitting there. The guy in front of you has a fire hose and he says, open up and drink as much as you can. And it's just like hmm. blasting you. And so much information. Um, but God did a lot with kind of revealing that it's not so much all the information you take away, but what he does with it, mm-hmm. with your personal life and walk with him there. <clears throat> um but i had the sense in in my and picture in my mind of what i would come back to that it would be the same thing and that's where being disconnected from that you kind of took things and um continu- kept it going. you kept it going sure. and, and continued in them and our communication kind of bro- got broken off not broken off because we were in contact but
1: right well it it turned into a long distance relationship with free indeed if you will not each other but through the ministry <clears throat> excuse me and uh that happens and i think it's a it's a common thing and like you said you were in a position where you needed to have your concentration as, you, as we say, have your head where your butt is, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's very important. And we talked about that as you got into it. Mm-hmm. And um, and we talked about and I told you, you know, step away from it. It's okay. Uh, but still God continued to move. And we still obviously maintained free indeed throughout this. Don't think we didn't <clears throat> because God has a way of doing that. Um, you were used quite heavily over there uh, in front of people. Mm-hmm. But, what we want to describe and and talk uh, talk about what we're talking about is how God took each of us individually and then still together while we were apart and what direction it went and I think go ahead and just kind of f- finish that thought for them about what you came back to <laughs> and what so what, what i came saw. what I came back to
0: honestly, it felt like this huge, huge thing like, it had just gotten so big and so out of hand, like, I kind of, I was overwhelmed by all the the pies that we seemingly had a finger in, and, um, like, (laughs) I I was just overwhelmed and kind of frustrated, because, like, I came back to, like, we were now, now we're moving into a building, and now we're, uh, um, developing a youth slash music program. And now we're having a, this community fellowship stuff with these, with all these different small, uh, corporations or groups ministries. or ministries that were, that were interested in working with us. Mm-hmm. And there was like a whole lot of talk and like a bunch of meetings that I was now going to, it's like, I hit the ground running
1: mm-hmm. and, um, not to mention my speaking engagements.
0: Yeah, the speaking at the town halls, the the Redmond and Bend town halls. I wasn't there for the Redmond yeah. one, but for the town the town hall in Bend on uh, May seventh.
1: And, and the teaching that's coming up. Mm-hmm. So building classes.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, like, the, there were days where we actually had to spend entire afternoons. I remember one; it was a Monday where we had to spend like four hours, kind of like taking the time to talk about exactly what was going on because you had this whole, this whole thing, vision, vision, this whole vision mapped out and every step of it was like clear cut and this is what's going to happen and this is how it's going to happen. And, um, and well,
1: well, not so much the how, but just God had given me vision mm-hmm. about the future, about what was to come. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like the how when you're talking about it and somebody doesn't know your plan, they don't know, you know, if you're talking to your friends and they don't know what God's told you, then um, the person listening would then get lost in it because they don't know every nuance of mm-hmm. what's in your head. Especially
0: right? because like for mm. me being with you clear up into that point when I right. left and understanding where we were going and being able to interject into that and be like, and kind of put on the brakes and be like, okay, this probably isn't a direction we need to go. But, um, yeah, we had to spend so much time just kind of regrouping and finding out what was going on. And then it kind of hit a point where I had to, uh, involve one of our friends to kind of mediate because there was, there was an issue going on, um, with just communicating and, like under understanding, understanding one or another, yeah. which God really, really showed up there. Um, but really it came down to like, I don't know. What what would you say that it came down to? Like,
1: well, I want to clarify it wasn't anything personal. So again, this goes back to, um, I think this is a great lesson, a great look, not lesson, but necessarily a look at how God uses two people mm-hmm. or more to work together. And if you stay looking for him, that he will make sure that the things that are good for you, meaning us, will come. Mm-hmm. and uh, so I think it just came down to um, needing time, or at least the ability for someone else to help us separate it and just settle it back down. Mm-hmm. You know, I had been given a lot of a lot of vision for the future, mm-hmm. and I believe it's of God, um, but again trying to put it all out there and then it comes out sounding like it's what it has to be done today. Well, that's just crazy. Yeah. So we get lost in it. So I think coming back to the basics, like I think the, uh, the theme, if you will, of the conversation was always, um, do what you do best and do it well. Mm -hmm. And so I think that needed to occur, uh, for us to, To be able to say, okay, yeah, that's right, this is what we do best, and this is where we're going, and this is what free indeed is turning into and looking like, but here's the growth pattern, and now we can step out into it together. Mm
0: -hmm. Instead
1: of it being the overwhelming um, rush of the good things that are to come, it's um, receiving that and going, okay, well, let's let's figure out how to wade in that water, Mm -hmm. and then learn how to swim in it. Sure. And... I think that the the thing that I had the trouble
0: the, the the most with, um, was probably um how big the thinking was and how 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 little I could. And well, ultimately, it came down to God needing to expand my view of Him and how how big He is. And we're gonna talk all about this. This is this is like really big, and I know it kind of seems maybe uh superfluous or like, I don't really need to know that, but it's going to tie in. And kind of where I wanted to tie in is when we were, after we had the conversation with our mediator friend, it came down to, well, our pastor, <laughs> let's yeah. put it that way. He's our mm-hmm. pastor. He's yeah. our buddy. Um, It came down to the vision. Well, when I left, well, I, you, you talk about, about this part, like when I left, how Free Indeed kind of became the thing to almost kind of fill that void.
1: You mean when you went to Cannon Beach? When I went to Cannon Beach, yeah. And then how... Well, Free Indeed was growing out of necessity to find out what direction it was going to go. There was the need for Free Indeed to be out there just like in our meetings and stuff like that. Um, but, but God actually kind of shrunk that down a bit while you, you were gone. And so I spent a lot of time just seeking him. What are we going to do? And what would you like us to do? Tell me your will for us. And that mean, doesn't mean tell me your will for Brandon. That meant tell me your will for me and us and let me see us as a team. And God will do that, that we know that. So that's where the expansion of the dreams and the visions came, you know, like the kids with the the scholarships and the music program and mm-hmm. um, the community of of many under one roof to serve people in a righteous way, you know, where you could come to one place and, and be received by maybe by us or, or by another one of our ministry partners or uh, one of the church that's going to be within the building, you know, that kind of thing, and then still be served throughout the other ministry, so that's a lot mm-hmm. that was a lot and and Phil was there to help us just kind of settle where everything can be and put it in its right place.
0: mm-hmm, like a kind of a, a refocusing needed to happen, a refocusing of our energies and uh attention and investment, I guess if you will um
1: We had to get back to being us.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And and we are, so... Yeah. But I wanted to touch on a specific part that I think... I think is really, really important to understanding vision and understanding desire and dreams. And something that you had told me that had kind of happened was... When I left, you wanted... The, you wanted to build something great for me, and you wanted this. You wanted Free Indie to be this super awesome thing that I would come back to, step into, and really enjoy, and really, really like.
1: Yeah, the youth side to mm-hmm. help you build it while you were gone.
0: Yeah, the the youth program. We were we were on our way to kind of making a youth program happen, and we had to go through a, kind of some growing pains with that idea, but. With the idea being that we started we started to try and make something happen that wasn't ready to happen. Uh, kind of like what a common proverb that he and I share, that John and you and I share, which is uh, it's a lot easier to step into something that God brings about in His timing rather than force something to happen and then wait for God to clean it up yeah and I think that really goes with the idea of vision if God has put something in your heart. It's really important to to first of all take steps towards whatever it is that's on your heart and on your mind, but also to not force something to happen that isn't happening is is that Is that an accurate assessment
1: well, without a doubt. And in the case of the two of us working long distance, um, it needed to be melded in both of our minds so it could become um, our thought, not mine. Mm -hmm. So it would become the vision of for free indeed, not what I think we have to go and do. Right. And And I think that was really very important. mm -hmm. And it wasn't... In cooperation, collective.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't uh, like... uh an acquiescence of no. of me saying, okay, well, I guess this is where I, I kind of want God to take us. It was just a matter of like, if somebody is moving, if 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 two people are working together in God's will and, and operating in vision and in the Spirit, if somebody starts moving too fast or somebody isn't moving fast enough, there's going to be tension. And in our case, we like I wasn't moving fast enough and you were moving too fast because God has put us in ministry together to operate as he's the accelerator and I'm the brakes or no how did Phil put it you're the, <laughs> I'm the
1: visionary and, and, and I'm the manager uh yeah the administrator mm-hmm uh so that works well
0: mm-hmm and the the visionary sees sees the house like The visionary would be like the general contractor who sees the house and has the blueprints drawn up in his head and sees all of that. And the administrator is the person who says, well, we can't put the roof on before we have the foundation and the walls and the, all the framework and, and all that lane. We can't put the roof on until we have the floor done. And <clears throat> so that that was just a really awesome lesson in cooperation and uh, ministry and working is God puts people together who complement each other and who um, even though there may be discomfort or even frustration sure it's it's all it's all ends up for the better and being for the good of
1: the kingdom right and the glory of God mm-hmm. and I think too that's that's important to note is that um, if we're both not brought to a place or if we don't submit ourselves to God and say, okay, let's figure out what part of this is, is good for me, um, then you don't ever get there. If you're mm-hmm. not willing to, to, to put, a, put aside yourself and let God show himself in so much as what's going on, then you can't get there because if i hadn't done that then i would still not be able to listen to what your heart is if you hadn't done it then you wouldn't have gathered what my heart was and mm-hmm. then god has now put it together and okay this is what he meant you know so it's mm-hmm. good but it takes time and i think we want to encourage people that god's will and and vision and so forth isn't something that um you are walking perfectly in as soon as you think it or hear it or see it or whatever it is mm-hmm. It takes time, you know, and God has time for us to have that time, right? I mean, he talks about that throughout his word.
0: Yeah, I think definitely something that people, uh, the people of God can struggle with is uh, with our culture. Like you have to know what you're doing right now Mm -hmm. and you have to, if you don't know what you're doing, don't wait around, just do something, get busy, do something and figure it out. And um, it leads to people being really unhappy, being really unhappy Mm -hmm. in the church. I mean, Mm -hmm. in us, we as the body being unhappy. In service, in service,
1: right? Because Mm -hmm. we don't want to serve what we're not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. And if it's not in a business plan, you know, if, if if your will, if God's will for you has to be drawn up in a business plan before you can determine that it's God's will, then, you know, maybe something's going on there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you can't have a business plan because you have to to do business because that's our culture. But what you're saying is so accurate. We need to be submitted to God, not the business plan. We need to be submitted to God and, and for the betterment of the kingdom to decide what we're going to do and what God wants us to do. You know, it, so often, if it's big vision, then too many people quit um, as I have in the past because it seemed like a flight of fancy. That couldn't be for me. It's too awesome. And if it was too small, well, then it would be too boring yeah. or I would get, you know, or or a lot of people would just not want to do that, mm-hmm. like serving coffee or, or showing up at a, at a meeting where you don't even have a necessarily a, a function with it, but there's something you want to do to make things better, mm-hmm. you know, those kind of things. And that is all part of God's will. And that does serve the kingdom, but we have to make sure that we don't quit on God's will for us just because... It gets frustrating, like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah, just because it gets frustrating, or just because
0: uh there was something that we were talking about today with sharing God's revelation that He's given you in your heart and in your mind with other people, because they can then become opposition. Mm-hmm. And there's something really real about that. We, we in America... And I'm not I'm not bashing America. I, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. just talking about the reality. Reality of a culture that we that we live in is that there's a couple different extremes within our culture, and I think with culture everywhere, just as humans, is there's there's the aspect where people can be so individual individualistic that they mm-hmm. um are completely independent and there's there's just no no space for input in any in their life from anyone anywhere no matter what and then there's the other side where um people are so absent of individuality that they're afraid to uh talk about something that they actually like because they're afraid of being um shunned from the group because you know being cool is the cool thing to do and if you're not if you don't like what everyone else likes, then you're going to be put away. And we, for the most part, kind of fall in the middle in, in, in America, but we kind of lean towards the, the uh, individualistic side. But I kind of want to speak to the idea of being afraid to talk about God's will with anyone else or talking about it and being shut down because we seek, we seek to be affirmed by other people a lot. Right. We seek to be affirmed and we seek to be um, validated by other people who we know are in love with the Lord. But um, somebody you trust could, in a sense, you tell them, a vision that God has given you for your life or a direction that you want to go. And they could be just complete opposition. And that's not something that we generally like to talk about. Like we you know, seek seek counsel, seek wisdom,
1: which is a very, very good thing. But what do we seek first?
0: The kingdom and his right, righteousness.
1: Right, and that's what people forget to do. I think that's where you're going with this. Is they don't seek that, and when they seek all of this other counsel, or he maybe even not even in seeking counsel, but simply talking about it with a lot of people, who don't get it, or who can't think that way with you, um, Mm -hmm. it can shut you down, Mm -hmm. and that's not what God would have. So you really do have to know His will, in knowing His will and sharing that with other people, Mm -hmm. right? Like our vision, you know it. It can sound huge and I know we, we spoke to a few people and, and they had no idea that we had had so many things thought of under our umbrella and directions and things that that uh, I was thinking and, and that I know that God's given us to do but for the far future. So mm. they just kind of in themselves panic like well, <laughs> we don't even know what you're doing and it's like well it's really big vision so we mm-hmm. I should have fed it to them. Much more slowly.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and the the other the other end of that is that um, it can be so big and try to happen so right now, and we like focus on that so much that and and uh, like this is God's will that that no one has any input in it, and we start to build it for ourselves instead of listening to God, which is kind of the next yeah, point that we wanted to talk about. Yeah,
1: that's getting into the isolationist mentality mm-hmm. and trying to make things happen. You can certainly force things, especially if you have all the money to do it, uh, but, you know, you're out on your own Yeah. kind of thing. Like you said, so much uh, easier to wait for God. hmm uh, It takes a lot less time to wait for God than it does to have Him come in and clean up the mess we've made. Mm-hmm. And even the grace of that too, that I learned through all this and mm-hmm.
0: that that I really believe the Lord wanted me to learn is that even even when you do start to seek your own um God doesn't hurt you to get you to stop. That's something that was in my head, is that you have a will or you have a, a vision or a desire to move in a specific direction and uh, something that would happen to me is I'd be what you talk about with paralysis by analysis. Right. <laughs> where it's like, I just want to do this right, and I don't want to get it wrong, and I I want to, because it's so important to me, and walking with the Lord is so important to me, that I want to do it right. And in that, being afraid to make a wrong choice or to make a bad decision, Um it keeps you from making any decisions and it keeps you from from moving at all and that's kind of what happened to me as I came back to this thing and I'm just like I wanted to do things right and I thought that if if I made some sort of wrong decision or moved in a wrong direction then the Lord was going to oppress me until I stopped what I was doing and listened to him but what I didn't realize was that one the Lord doesn't oppress you and hurt you to get you to change your mind in in that sense right and uh, two that that's called discipline and it's it's a good thing uh, the pain the pain that we feel in those things where we're not wanting to abandon ourselves and we're not wanting to abandon um, our desire to reach our goals and our uh, you know determination and and uh, self-sufficiency that that's the flesh struggling to lay all that down and that was something that i didn't understand like i thought that that because i've we've all made decisions where we've been moving along in a specific direction and then all of a sudden something doesn't feel right but you just keep on keeping on and just kind of trust that whatever you're doing god's doing and you're still moving in it and not really communicating with him about it directly, but just kind of, oh no, this is just what I'm doing. Right. And it gets more and more restless and more and more painful. And, um, you know, that's your flesh struggling against with what the Lord has asked you to do, which is lay down your desires and lay down your um, self-sufficiency and trying to satisfy yourself and... And be be your own sufficiency, I guess yeah. be be your own direction and compass and mm-hmm. and movement
1: and that's going off on your will, yeah, because there is a difference in what you're saying between following God's will and having some circumstances or some pain along the way, that's normal, mm-hmm. that's going to happen, guaranteed because we live on this planet, and then there's what you're saying is you know making that right turn because that's what you wanted to do and where you want to go. And even as you get out there, it's not God who's bringing the pressure and the pain. You do it to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that goes right back to what you're saying about um, being afraid that God would do that if you make a wrong decision, so let's not make any. Mm -hmm. And that's not where God lives. Yeah, and like... And that's not His love for us. Right.
0: And I think really the what it comes down to in that, in walking with the Lord and walking with vision is what you and I were talking about today with listening. Mm -hmm. Because if we're listening and taking the time to listen to the Lord and taking the time to receive from him, receive direction, Mm -hmm. then that process of receiving course correction is going to be a lot less painful and, and, just like you said, even if there are circumstances where it gets, it gets wild and crazy and sometimes painful, we still know that it's good. Right. And um, oh, I, I,
1: the Bible's just loaded with examples of what God wants to do and how He does it. Um, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Proverbs three five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight in some interpretations it's he will direct your path but the point is is it always leads back to to trusting god it always starts with acknowledging god first then walking in what you know he's told you Mm -hmm. or even what you believe he's told you maybe you're maybe you can't say well i know it's him so you kind of keep it inside but you go but this is what this still voice has told me so you go for it and what does god do he begins to open the doors oh he's straightening out your path he's laying the road he's he's carving it out for you so that you can know which way to go and he's done that for us and i want you to know that everybody that you know since we were able to bring this together and and to take the time to listen and to, and sometimes guys it's not just a just about being quiet and hearing God's voice, God wants to talk to you through other people too. Mm -hmm. And to take the time for us to listen to each other for what God had in each of our hearts and minds, that's God speaking into his will for us, speaking Mm -hmm. into the vision, giving us direction for where we want to go, giving us direction for the future and the programs and, and all of these things. They are very real. But if we don't have a way to get there, if we're not in the right frame of mind or the right vehicle, if you will, uh, to go down that road, then we're not going to make it. Mm -hmm. And that's not what God wants for us. He wants us to acknowledge Him, start going, listen to Him like you were just saying, so that we can hear when to turn right or left, stop or go.
0: Mm -hmm. So what are the main ways that you can know if the Lord is talking to you?
1: Well, some of the the major ways, of course, is through His Word. You know, we know that He speaks through His Word. Um, being quiet and listening for His voice mm-hmm. uh, in prayer, that's certainly a, a powerful way. And it's a that's probably the hardest one to do for a lot of people because we tend to want to talk because He's not physically standing there. So you're not physically, you know, hearing this voice in the room like you and I talking to each other. So that type of listening... As he speaks through other people, like uh, your friends or perhaps family, (laughs) or maybe even somebody that you don't particularly get along with. Maybe it's somebody uh, that you don't like at work, and all of a sudden God uses them to speak this word. You know, I mean, uh, God could use um, a donkey to talk. Well, he can certainly (laughs) use somebody you think is a donkey, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or other words to talk to you. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? About what? What I just said. How anything else there that
0: Um Yeah, uh, God speaks through his through his word. Yeah. That's his I believe that's his primary way of speaking to us. Like, yeah, we need mm-hmm. to be in the word. Oh yeah. Um and he, he speaks to us through prayer. hmm But he also speaks to us through circumstance.
1: Right. And that's people a good
0: one. people don't I get told a lot by people who are just not really their God's kind of mean and small sometimes. And we've experienced it a lot and heard it over and over again that, you know, it's Father, Son, and Holy Bible. And the Holy Spirit, you know, (laughs) is just kind of left out of the picture and doesn't, you know, circumstances are kind of fleeting and really mean nothing. You know, it's just kind of, you know, you can't trust anything about circumstance or you can't trust God to speak to you clearly in circumstance because... Yeah, it's
1: just the coincidental life. Mm-hmm. Which is the, a life without direction.
0: Without direction and without... It's no fun. I know. <laughs> I mean, if God can't affect my circumstance to speak to me, then then how is my life
1: affected? Yeah, how are you different than anybody without God? Mm-hmm. There's, it kind of leaves you with nothing. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, really, I think the presence of the Holy Spirit opens us up to understanding the world around us in our circumstance. Mm -hmm. seeing our circumstance as the Lord speaking to us and as us interacting with his kingdom, with his will, with his person, Mm -hmm. um, interacting in this war that we're in and him showing us over and over again, like if I ask for my circumstance to change or if I ask for the strength to endure a particular circumstance or if I ask for... Uh, something to intervene in my circumstance to understand the direction that he's taking me, or some sort of specific thing like a guy named Gideon who asked for the circumstance of a fleece to be woolly or not woolly, damp or dry. Right. Then I think it's fair to say that the Lord can speak to you through circumstance.
1: Absolutely. Um. He he very much does. mm -hmm. Because that's how you know if you've turned right or left, because then you know where you're at.
0: Yeah and to be perfectly honest it's really it's still hard for me to be able to let go of what i think i need to understand mm-hmm. and uh just kind of with gideon like uh, if it's really you and he's talking to god directly like hearing a voice if it's really you then let this fleece be dry or let it be wet yeah. and um
1: we're afraid to do that we're afraid to let go of that way of thinking cuz god doesn't always god doesn't work with us nowadays in that fleece mentality
0: right and but like kind of what i'm saying is even if i if i have a thought that i think maybe from the lord i'm i'm afraid to pursue it because mm-hmm. uh god is so working on my view of him and and how small i can think him to be sometimes and mm-hmm. how how much influence i think i have in the world around me Mm -hmm. um to where you know i'm i'm afraid to pursue it i'd be or like that wasn't me that wasn't my thought that was just that was just or that wasn't god that was just me and my thoughts and me thinking you know whatever and it's really it's really easy to dismiss thoughts that could be from the lord as your own because i'm
1: just thinking well, I think that's really critical for people to understand, too. Because I think that everybody, at some point, does that. And until you're practiced a lot in in setting those things aside... Now, of course, you've been away, so it, there's a difference there in knowing what's really like between us and where free and you is going. But I appreciate the fact that I've had to learn that, too. It's like, okay, at what point am I trusting God and believing that that's His voice versus, well, that's just me and I'm not going to do anything or I'm afraid to pursue that because that's bigger than anything I could ever possibly do. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's so critical for us to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and let Him be big enough to accomplish what He wants to do. What's that uh, scripture from Psalm 32? Psalms 32, 8. Uh yeah, let's look at that one real quick. And let me just pull it up for you. So it says, um, and this is the um, NASB, "I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you." I mean, what what is there to fear? Um
0: yeah, that like for even as crystal clear as that is, like it's hard sometimes to to really grasp that God does want to speak his will directly to you. He wants mm-hmm. to make it absolutely perfectly clear. And that's kind of what we just need to accept is that God does want his will to be clear to us. He doesn't he doesn't play mind games. He doesn't play mm-hmm. he doesn't play with your emotions. He doesn't dangle a carrot in front of you to get you to move some sort of direction and then just eat it, you know,
1: <laughs> or dump us on our face. Mhm like now his will is clear he created us with all of that in mind it's up to us to listen to listen there is an activity involved you know we talk about the difference between works and grace and all that kind of thing but you know what when you're resting in god and you're listening to god you can do all things through christ who strengthens you let's remember that that's how all of these verses tie together God's built it as a plan of attack, a plan of go, not a plan of lack and a plan of stop. Mm -hmm. He is there and he will make that happen. He will take you where you never thought you would go. He will anoint every step. You will step out in the authority of Christ himself when you listen to where the leader wants you to go. You will not fail. Like a general would never take you to a place where he knows you're absolutely going to fail. It's always to a place of power. Our God takes us to a place of power. Our God takes us to a place of success and to service. Unto him be the glory so that all other people around us are blessed because he's glorified. Because we listened. That's the walk of vision and faith and will. Mm. Amen. Oh,
0: there was one more there was one more little little bit about Hang that. on, we're back. <laughs> um God does use things to get our attention. And he can use painful things to get our attention.
1: Yeah. Don't That's, be afraid of it.
0: Yeah. Um And maybe not necessarily Painful. Well, I guess he can use painful things that we get ourselves into, but God can send a spirit of restlessness upon us, to to get us to listen to Him, to get to get us to give our attention and our, and our ear to Him. That He wants us to hear Him. He wants us to do something. He wants to communicate something to you. So if, if you're experiencing a spirit of restlessness, um, if you're just, you're, if you're discontent in something or you feel like you need to move or there, there's just, Mm -hmm. there's just no rest sitting in you. I would challenge you to take some time alone and quiet, like carve out a minimum of like a half hour.
1: Yeah. Try
0: just take a half hour and say to the Lord, before you pray, I would I would say sit in silence before you pray and say, Lord, I really, really want to listen to you. I need to listen to you. I need to hear from you because I want to know exactly what you want me to do today, right now. What are the steps that you want me to take today that will lead me to something greater? Um, where do you want me to go? What do you want me to receive from you today? And sit in silence and write your thoughts down. Every thought, every thought that you, and this is something that I'm going to get into the the habit of practicing. Every thought that you have, write them down, no matter how absurd, how weird, how crazy, how big, how big, (laughs) how small. That's right, even if it's something as small as fold a sticky note into a paper airplane and throw it at the table next to you (laughs) like yeah it it could be something that is so small and yet end up being so big um so practice that and see what the Lord does challenge I challenge you to do that for a week and just see how the Lord moves in your life and I'm gonna do it too and maybe we'll have updates on on that just kinda as that goes on the, on the next episode or something,
1: <clears throat> share something that the Lord revealed to me. <clears throat> and I think that I, just to put a little bit more emphasis on, the, um, on the, the, the things that could be painful, if you look at our lives, I mean, w- when I think about what God has allowed us to get ourselves into or things to happen, you know, there have been some, it was pretty heavy duty circumstances that brought me back. And he allowed me to get to those things. He separated me into those things so that I would be just with nowhere else to turn. Mm-hmm. Because he knew my heart was for him, but I couldn't get my mind and my body to go there. So I hope you don't get to that point if you're walking with God now. Don't ever get there. Um, and and so I think that's important that we can we can relate to what we're saying. You can relate to what we're saying because I'm sure there's something in your life where you go, Yeah, that was pretty tough. And then God used something good out of that, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm with you, and um, you're right. Don't despise those uh, those small things that uh, that God is using you to know. He He wants you to know His will for you, so that again you can be blessed and He can be glorified. So um, I, I wanted to share this, you know, that because people use this. Um, verse with us all the time or at least a, a version of it is don't dismi- despise your small beginnings and it's not just about ministry. Your small beginning in God's will could be the very small thought that Brandon was talking about. This little thing like the post-it note that's going to take you beyond what you could have ever dreamed or known. And so don't don't worry about if it seems too small or too insignificant because God wants you to step out in faith in the small beginnings
0: Amen Okay well I hope that you've enjoyed listening to us and we've certainly enjoyed hearing back from you and and receiving all the requests to keep doing episodes and we're, we're going to and we're going to keep them coming out regularly so be on the lookout and have have your ears open for some more episodes of free indeed radio um we're glad to be back and we're glad to have you back so thank you for being with us and go and change someone's mind about god thank you for listening to free indeed radio Send us your prayer requests, comments, and suggestions to freeindeedco at gmail.com. We would love to hear how the Lord has touched your life and rejoice with you. Don't forget to sign up to follow us by email on the website and get our app from the Google Play Store. Free Indeed is listener supported and we invite you to come check out how you can support us through our website at www.freeindeedco.com. Free Indeed Ministries believes that your tithes belong to your local church, and we receive your donations as offerings to support the mission of Free Indeed to advance the gospel of grace throughout the world. The Lord bless you as you go into your world and change someone else's mind about God.